You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time. Time for silver and black today. To the ground game. Touchdown, Las Vegas! We're breaking down the latest Raider news from on and off the field and bringing you conversations with newsmakers and record breakers. So hold on, Raider Nation. It's time to get get it it on. Here's your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moulton. Welcome back. Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. This is our weekly mailbag edition. Thanks for being with us. It is... Your humble host, Scott Branson and Mo Moten, back with you here talking everything Las Vegas Raiders football. We appreciate you guys being with us. Mo, I love the the the, the mailbag show. We have only done one since the car decision. We kind of wrapped it in last week. Uh, so we got some more car email. We also have some people who have some pretty choice things to say to us just in general. I'll read those too. I'm t- I've taken out the expletives. But I will read those as well because some of them are pretty funny. But uh, we'll get into that. Uh, but but you ready for these questions now, man? Ready for the mailbag? You mean, you mean everyone is not calling us uh, great people who cover the Raiders and fantastic uh, no. hosts? No. Okay. Correct. Uh, no. No. They 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 have other na- they have other names for us and yeah. other ge- and other hand gestures as well. So we'll talk about that. But we're going to get into the first question, right? Oh, by the way, before we start, if you like the podcast, if you just like it a little bit. I know most of you love it, and we thank you for that. Aw, shucks. But if you like it a little bit, just subscribe to it wherever you get your podcast. doesn't matter where you listen, what kind of device you're on. You're in your car. You're working out. Whatever you're doing, just hit the auto-download button, subscribe, and make sure you get it. That way, every time we push a show like this week, this is Friday as we talk to you today. We delayed the show uh, uh, obviously because of the incident earlier in Cincinnati this week, we just delayed it by day. So you have a show Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then we're live tomorrow night after the game. Well, for some of you late afternoon, evening, uh, but we will be live after the chiefs game, Murph, Evan, and I on our post game show. So make sure you do that. And if you subscribe there on YouTube as well, you can watch us. All right, Mo, let's jump in right now. And to start with, we have one of our most fervent mailers, our guy, Gary Harkin reader. Gary Harkinreader, uh, of course, writes into the show all the time. We appreciate Gary, Gary, very much. He donated some awesome uh, uh, vintage Raider books that we're passing on to Raider Dad for charity. Awesome. So it's awesome. So we like to always mention that when we talk about Gary. But here's Gary 
And of course, it has to do a little bit with Derek Carr, just a little bit. It says um, that he was surprised by the Raider performance. I thought for sure the Raiders would get shut out. One game does not a starter make, but Stidham certainly may have sealed Carr's fate. It could all hinge on his play against the Chiefs. So Gary still thinks there's a chance there that Derek Carr sticks around. He says if Raiders keep Carr, they will restructure, renegotiate his contract. There would be an open quarterback competition. Carr being a backup would eliminate the need to draft a quarterback this year. The Raiders could use that pick for defense. Keeping Carr as a backup would also allow Carr to retire a Raider. And that's from Gary. Mo, from what we heard David Carr say on the NFL Network, I don't think there's with all due respect, Gary, I don't think there's any chance, Mo, that that happens whatsoever. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. I've said it on a previous show. I think David says a lot of things that Derek isn't willing to say publicly. Mm. So, again, Derek Carr, as we've known him, he's not going to speak out against anybody that's wearing a radio mm. uniform or working for the radio organization. That's just who he is. That's the way his loyalty runs. Um, I think David has been the spokesperson for spokesperson for him which has rubbed you the wrong way mm-hmm. and i think based on what david has said derek is ready to just move on uh, i i don't think he's going to and i brought this up on i believe it was thursday show i don't think he's going to make it super difficult for the raiders to trade him if he likes a place and that place wants him for his salary i think a deal gets done but there is mm-hmm. the possibility that that uh derek Carr is cut i just want to before i go off on a tangent i just want to say that I, Weeks ago or a month ago, I said, there's no way the Raiders cut Derek Carr for cap space, and I stick to that. But if Derek Carr makes things difficult and mm-hmm. gives them no choice but to cut him, then that's what they have to do. But to answer Gary, I don't think there's any chance right now. I think that ship is sailed. I, I think both sides are just looking toward moving in, op- in opposite directions, different different directions, because I don't want to say this is an irreparable relationship because you never mm-hmm. say never. But I think with the way, as you said, Jared Stidham has played, who knows, maybe the Raiders have a, an idea of what they want in free agency or in the draft. I, I, I think it's just they're, they're going to part ways. Yeah, I agree 100%. And, and here's my question for you, though, Mo, because Gary does bring up a good point, <clears throat> which I've heard other Raider fans talk about, which is like, hey, if Stidham works out and you, I mean, again, it's going to be off two games. I don't know if two games is enough to say this is our guy for the rest of eternity. I, I joke, but you know what I'm saying? This is our guy moving forward for our franchise quarterback. If that's the case, and then you, let's say they do go out. We talked about on yesterday's show, the 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 case for Tom Brady coming in and playing for the Raiders. If they were to do something, Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, maybe, maybe one of those veteran quarterbacks to come in, um, then, and Jared Stidham is a backup because he's done well as your number two, and you don't draft a quarterback, the Raiders there are in an interesting position to me, Mo, because if you bring in Tom Brady and he recruits other guys, as we talked about scenario yesterday, and you get the roster in a really good shape where it's making the playoffs next year, and you have Brady and you have Stidham, what do you do five years down the road? Like, who's your quarterback? So then you're back to basically the same position you're in. Yes, you're winning instead, but you still don't have your long-term franchise quarterback if Stidham is not that guy? That's a good question. I will say I'm not in these GM head coaching rooms, but I'm pretty sure if you bring in Tom Brady, you're not worried about five years down the line. You're thinking, <laughs> I got to win to save my backside now. Yeah. Because we'll, we'll worry about the other stuff later. We'll worry about 2025, 2026 down the line. But to your point, yeah, if they get Tom Brady, 
then you square one once he steps away from the game in one or two years. So you, mm-hmm. in a sense, you're back to square one. But I think that, again, if you're bringing in a Tom Brady, it's about now. And yeah. this yeah. goes to my point about about people saying, well, Derek Carr is being... And I said I didn't like that term for, for it because I like the... I guess like the term sacrificial lamb. Yeah. Sort of in a sense, even though that may be a synonym because even Derek is pl- is paying the immediate consequence of being shipped out, we assume. I think Josh McDaniels is still going to feel heat. So there's a delayed sure. consequence for him where I think he's going to have a much shorter leash. So if the Raiders start off 0-5 next year, I think there's a possibility Mark Davis says, we, you're not you're not a head coach in this league. You're right. an offensive coordinator. We need to do something. We need to pivot. So I think Josh McDaniels is going to be under a lot of pressure, which brings up the whole Tom Brady discussion. Who's the guy you're going to trust to save your butt when you're on the when it's on the hot seat? Yeah. And it's the guy you've worked with for 13 but, years in New England. But, but he is he is the coach. He's not the GM, right? The GM has to make that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, the coach has obviously strong influence. They're very close to mm-hmm. one another. It's going to take it's going to take some astronomical bad bad play for Dave Ziegler to fire his buddy. I mean, let's face it. That's true. Fans have said that, and I agree with them. Unless, Mark Davis, to your point, if you go 0-5 to start the season, yeah, it, no-brainer. I mean, you can't defend that I don't because then you start worrying about your own job. And as much as he's your buddy, you want you, you want to be out of a job, too, your first GM <laughs> job, and then you're not going to get another one again. So so I get that piece exactly. of it, too. Very, very good points. Uh, and, and so to me, that that's the thing is the win now – He's got to kind of win now, but at the same time, uh, if that's the case, and, and maybe just maybe, and again, I'm not playing in this. This is not my belief set. I'm just, I'm just complain, uh, just playing devil's advocate here. Maybe they really believe three, four years down the road that Jared Stidham is the guy. Even if you go get Tom Brady now, maybe they think, well, you know what? Yeah, he could play now, but I need to win now, so I'm going to go get Tom Brady for a year or two. Uh, and, but what we see from Stidham against the chiefs tomorrow on Saturday, maybe, maybe they already believe it. Mo, I mean, they brought him here. They did. And this is, this goes back to my point. And I know fans are not going to want to hear this and they're going to plug their ears and go, la, la, la. I don't want to hear this, but to, <laughs> to, to add a solution to your question, what do they do four or five years down the line. This is why I suggest that an outside of the box thought is they bring in Mac Jones because you can keep him beyond two to three years. He's not going to retire, you know, correct. We assume he's a young, he's a young guy. He's still in the early stages. So you can win games with him now because the Patriots did that with him. Josh McDaniels did that with him in new England. Patriots were 10 and seven with Josh McDaniels calling the players for Mac Jones. Mac Jones is a pro bowler. So while people poo-poo Mac Jones is trash, Mac Jones is garbage, <laughs> as I reiterate, he has Dirty. a former defensive coordinator. He has a former defensive coordinator calling plays for him. What do you expect? He's yeah. a young quarterback who doesn't have an experienced offensive coordinator play caller. So, of course, he was going to take a step back. I wrote mm-hmm. countless articles about this this past offseason that the Patriots With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. 
And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Coaching situation. There was mm-hmm. a report, I believe, on Tuesday that Robert Kraft is not happy with the play calling situation. So they know they have to fix something. They know, even though the Patriots offense doesn't look good, it's not all on Mac Jones. Just like we say, it's yeah. not all on Derek Carr, but Correct. they have a much more. They don't even have an offensive play caller on staff. So before yeah. you poo-poo Mac Jones is being trash, let's just remember he played pretty well under Josh McDaniels. Sure. People still won't listen. All right. They we're won't. gonna <laughs> that was our first question. <laughs> Gary, we appreciate it. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna get back to your questions. You're listening to the weekly Raider Nation mailbag show here, Silver and Black Today in Odyssey Original Podcast. Don't go anywhere. 